Kiddushin, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Base, 3-2, and the mission now discusses if a man is Mikadish a woman, Al-Tanai, if he gives her, let's say, the ring or something, but the marriage is contingent upon some specific uh, condition. So here the mission says, Ha'omer le'isha, if one says to a woman, Hareat Mekudeshetli, Al-Manas She'etenlach Masayim Zuz. So he gives her the ring now, and he says, We're married on condition that I give you 200 zuz later on. So the ring he's giving her now, or the prut he's giving her now, is what's effecting the Kedushan, but he's saying it's contingent upon me delivering you 200 zuz later on. The number 200 zuz is chosen because that is the uh, line that differentiates a person who's an ani, a poor person, from one who isn't, because 200 zuz is the expected amount the person would have to spend to support himself for a year. And uh, so the Mishnah says, yiten, which means that they are married, effective from when he gives her that ring, but he still has to give her the 200 zuz, meaning that until he gives the 200 zuz, they're not married, and he must give it to her, and at that point they will be married retroactively from the time he gave her the ring. Meaning, of course, he has to give the 200 zuz, and if he doesn't, they're not yet married. So if, hypothetically, he gave her the ring, and then, you know, lightning struck before he gave, him, gave her the gift of the 200 zuz, they would have never been married, and um, she would not be considered to be a, you know, a widow because she never actually was married because the condition was never met. The mission continues on and says, If he makes a condition which has two parts to it, the first part is he gives her 200 zuz, but the second part is there's a time frame. It has to be given within 30 days. So then, So then it's pretty simple. If he gives her the 200 zuz within the time frame of the 30 days, so then she'll be married, and she'll be married from the time that he gave her the ring at the beginning of the period, and if not, then not. And if you'll ask, well, that seems to be pretty consistent with the previous line of the mission, the point is he makes the condition, he has to fulfill his condition. So the thought is that maybe you would think that the 30-day contingency was really her trying to get him to move quickly and, you know, deliver on his promise, rather than leaving it open-ended and her sort of living with the big question mark over her head, you know, in perpetuity. Um, so therefore, but really, she would have accepted it after 31 days or 35 days. It was just sort of like uh, to, to nudge him on. The answer is, well, that's not what was said. What was said was 30 days. That was the limit. If 31 days have passed, then all bets are off. They're not married. And they have to start again. If he says to her, So then he says, he gives her a ring and she, he says, You're married to me, on condition that I have 200 zuz like somewhere else, you know, in my vault, somewhere. So then, So then, provided that he has 200 zuz somewhere, so then she'll be married to him. So what's that going to look like? That means that he doesn't have the 200 zuz in front of him necessarily, so he'll, let's say, um, you know, bring two witnesses, and they will testify, yes, back home, you know, where he lives on the other side of the planet, that's where he has 200 zuz. So then, if they so testify, then that will be established a lucky fact, and she'll be married. And if not, then until somebody somewhere can evidence it, she won't be certainly married, which means if he just says he has it, that's not good enough. In fact, if he says he doesn't have it, that's not good enough. She is in a state of Suffolk condition. Maybe she is and maybe she isn't married until we clarify the matter, whether he has the money, in which case she is married, or he doesn't, in which case she isn't. If he says to her, if he says, not that I have 200 zuz, but that I will show you 200 zuz. So basically that's saying, she's saying, you know, show me the money. Let me see it. So then, he 
and she'll be married, provided that he shows her the money, which means now witnesses aren't good enough. If witnesses come in and say, yes, he has money back in you know, Timbuktu, that's not sufficient because she stipulated, or they stipulated together really, um, that he would show her the money and until he shows the money. So they're not married. Now, if if he's, excuse me, so if he says, listen, here's the money, and he shows her 200 zuz, but the money really isn't his. It's like working capital. So let's say, you know, the case that the Mish is having in mind is that, you know, he someone else gave him money to do business with, like to be a money changer or something. So the point is, since the money isn't his, even though he said, all he said was, I'll show you 200 zuz, and there you go. He's showing her 200 zuz. Of course, Anna Mokudeshis, that's not sufficient. She's not married because even though he didn't say it explicitly, everyone knows when she said, I want to see the 200 zuz, she meant your 200 zuz that belongs to you. So therefore, until he owns 200 zuz that he can show her, she won't be married. Uh, and, and that's uh, straightforward enough. It would similarly be the case if he, let's say, borrowed 200 zuz to show her, even though, of course, those 200 zuz, so to speak, belong to him. His net worth is in 200 zuz. That's not sufficient. He'd have to have 200 zuz that he owns free and clear in order for them to be married.